Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to HSV Progressive. This is Joy. Tris is here with me again. And we have a, a, a mostly want to talk about um, the the grocery store deal with the city of Huntsville. But uh, Tris, would you please bring us up to date on the um, those anti-trans, um, I don't know, weird gender stupid bills that were going through the state uh, legislature and let us know what's going on and what we can do please to start please yeah so there's a couple of notes from that um the the legislature has just finished up or they might still be in the middle of their their budget work sessions they overran a a calendar day um while they were doing that so they they burned an entire day of session um that they can't use for anything else so that's very exciting mm-hmm. and it means that all three of the bills we were looking at um House Bill 354, uh, that's, I think, new since the last time we talked on the podcast. That's a don't say gay in schools bill. Uh, House Bill 401 and 405 that we talked about last episode, uh, Mm -hmm. or last time I was here. Um, Those two, there is not enough time left in in the session to get them all the way through uh, without them pulling some really weird uh, tricks. So we're not celebrating. I'm not celebrating just yet personally, but it seems like there's a very good chance that come Thursday, uh, the session will adjourn with with no action taken. Um, and, so, and what uh, what about the new one, the don't say gay in schools one? So that one is uh, they had a committee hearing on it, and then the the committee chair clarified that they weren't going to vote on it this session at all. Okay. Um, and it looks like that committee is not meeting again, uh, as far as I can tell. So it is indeed impossible for them to do that, um, as of the way the calendar is set up right now. So, um, yeah. Do you happen just by chance to know anything about the one that I was really concerned about, the anti-loitering one? Uh, 209, was that it? No, that was, sorry, that was the 279. If you don't, I mean, that was, really, I should have looked it up, but yeah, I have have some friends keeping an eye on that stuff, but uh, I'm not, I haven't been following that one that closely. Um, um, so is that Alatrack, wasn't it? Dot works. Uh, there's oh yeah, our site is uh, Alatrack.works. Alatrack. Okay. Yep, and that's uh, we've still got the letter campaigns going on there at the time of recording. Although that may change by the time you're listening. Um, we have a lot of updates to the site that we need to do uh, in uh-huh. the pipeline. Okay. Um, we got a couple of of notes that aren't up there yet. Um. The first one is if you are going to be around on June 17th. Uh, sorry, I'm checking my calendar and making sure that's right. Good. Yeah, June June 17th. I think it's 1 p.m., but we'll clarify that in the show notes. Um, is is Trans Pride Day at Butler Green, right next to Campus 805. So if you're free oh. um, and you want to say hi to a bunch of, of local orgs, uh, yeah, stop by. Uh, Altrek will be there. Um, it's looking like I might be there, actually, uh, uh-huh. which is pretty surprising given that, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm moving um, uh-huh. sooner than that. So yeah. we'll see. The stars have aligned and Trans Pride Day and uh, a time when I was... So, but, but what's, uh, what, uh, it, uh, uh, what's, what's happening? It, oh, I can't talk. I'm so excited. Um, what's happening at a trans pride day? Is there, is it, are there booths or? Yes. Yes. So a bunch of orgs will be tabling. We'll have, in our case, you know, we'll have resources on what you can do in between legislative sessions to, to build power. 
Um, other orgs will you know, just have stuff they're handing out. Uh, I think there are going to be some vendor booths uh, by like trans artists and other folks that support our community. Uh -huh. um, it'll it'll just generally be a fun time. So, so it, is the information about that going to be on on Altrack.works or? Uh, it probably will be. Um, and if I can find the information on the Trans Family Support Services website, I will get you a link. Yes, uh, please do that. that. Um, so you can not only do I want to put stuff. it in the show notes, but I want to look and see if, if, uh, if maybe, um, you know, I want to see if I can get a table. Ooh, yeah, that'd be interesting. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, cool. Um, I guess a couple more notes about the legislative session, uh, especially as it's coming to a close. Uh -huh. um, real quick, generally, the process for bills is they go through committee, they get scheduled on a calendar. And then they get voted on by the full house and then they go to the senate or vice versa they get voted mm -hmm. on by the full senate they go to the house mm -hmm. um it's a little more complicated than that but if you're tracking a bill you should know that generally there's a sort of a minimum number of, of days that they need to go through that process um mm -hmm. so they, they generally can't do everything on the same day especially this yeah. late in the session uh the other uh, thing unlike is, those things that come before city council that are new bill business items that they decide to vote yeah, on all the way through uh, all uh, of a sudden yeah okay yeah <laughs> um and you know they can technically do anything right because it's a parliamentary body and they can amend their own rules whenever they want but like they don't do that there's well there's more and they they politics. have to have they do have to have um probably a, a lot of um agreement about doing something like that and yeah absolutely it's, it's not a 100 percent republican legislature yeah. <laughs> so there may be on on committees and stuff like that there might be enough people to throw a wrench in that would make it impossible to yeah. do and it it usually um the legislature is restricted a little bit by like constitutional amendments on um, like the, uh -huh. the committee requirement can't be waived um they're limited a bit by uh, like there's a bunch of stuff that I'm not super familiar with, so I won't go into detail about that. Yeah, but um, no. even though the legislative session is about to end, uh, still worth contacting your legislator about this stuff. Yeah, um, just to to let them know you exist. Um, you know, if you represent a large enough group of of folks, you might be able to get like an in person meeting with them, mm -hmm. um, and you know, talk about just get to know them a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. You know, build the connection. Uh, even if you don't have that, organizing your friends, um, just talking to people generally about the the issues that you care about. You know, for me, it's trans rights, but for you, it might be environmental justice mm -hmm. or homelessness or mm -hmm. yeah, food insecurity. There, all kinds of of issues that are pretty important in Alabama that aren't getting a whole lot of attention paid. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Um, well, and I'll remind people that not only do I do this podcast, but I also have a letter writing group, um, Huntsville Progressive Letter Writers, and you can find me on Facebook and we meet once a month to sit down and just do write letters. We write letters. I mostly, um, I want to say it's kind of local, but we write letters to uh, city, county, state, um, in, um, uh, central U.S. government, and I've even written stuff to uh, governments overseas before. It's just a grab bag of who knows what. So, you know, look us up and come and join us if you want to write some letters. Yeah, awesome. 
yeah, that's that's definitely a great way to to get in touch with folks, especially local and state mm -hmm. level. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, building power among the groups of people you already know is also super valuable. Mm -hmm. um, figuring out what folks' interests and, and needs and skills are for these sorts of campaigns in advance is super important. Um, I'm really, really happy with how the trans community here has mobilized itself uh, so quickly this year. We're, we're definitely going to be back stronger next legislative session. Good, um, wonderful. We are, yeah, we are not going away. And uh, yeah, it's, it's things are going to get worse before they get better, but but it will get better. So. Good, and good. You, I'm you glad. Help contribute. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, and and everybody just keep having those conversations and keeping it alive. The fight, right? Yep. Well, um, yeah. I, this kind of wants me to ask you a question because you know, I, I this is not the uh, grocery stores yet. Okay, I'm getting there, but you know that. Uh, um, there's some it's kind of up in the air or in question or not whether we're going to get space force or not yeah and and um uh, you know i understand that the backwardness of alabama is contributing to looking like we won't get it and i'm just you know and in particular you know we now are another one of the states with like basically no abortion you know allowed type stuff and um and and i'm wondering also if these kind of bills also contribute to the backwardness yeah. of alabama that would keep us get from getting business Absolutely. like that and not that i particularly want us to have more defense business <laughs> but 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 you know it's just a point you know yeah so, so one of uh, one of the speakers at the the uh, health committee hearing on House Bill 405, uh -huh. um, not last Wednesday, but the Wednesday before. That's right. Uh -huh. um, Cassandra uh, spoke to that exactly. Actually, um, uh -huh. she's with a trans veterans group who uh -huh. the White House is in touch with on this issue, and pretty yeah. specifically said, like, "Hey, it's going to be really hard for me to give the state of Alabama." a positive recommendation for like a welcoming and inclusive place to host Space Force if you pass this bill out of committee. That's um, right. And indeed all, you know, all of the Republican Huntsville representatives on that committee like voted to pass it out of committee. Uh, if you are a Philip Rigsby constituent, um, I'm, pay I'm close. Yeah, there's there, I, I suspect some of your listeners are um, mm -hmm. a pretty large portion of, of uh, Madison. Um, mm -hmm. He actually, he seconded the uh, the motion to to bring that bill out of committee. Um, there was a a very tense fifteen seconds during that hearing where everyone watching thought that they might not have a second um, for this. Oh, and, then, and uh, he's then, the one who did he it. Came out, yeah, in Huntsville, he was there for the hearing. He knows what the stakes are. Um, so it's it's very surprising. Uh, well, it's not surprising, but it's interesting. Um, it ought to be surprising. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so. there you go. That's I was just wondering if if that had come up as you know in the same you know sort of space force conversation stuff. Yep, absolutely. I thought uh, I I noticed you were not at city council, but I don't know if you've gotten a chance to watch it or anything. But you know, uh, Tommy Battle threatened to sue the federal government for if they don't bring space force here. You know. Well, uh, one more data point for them to not bring Space Force here is now on the table. So. 
Sorry, Thomas. Thomas Battle is going to have a hard time with that, or a harder time now, I suspect. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, well, you know, I will tell, you know, regardless of what my listeners might think, I actually did during the public comments uh, on Space Force relocation, I wrote and said, don't bring it here. We're backwards. Yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so now for the big ticket item, I wanted to find somebody that would sit down and talk with me about this. Oh, much lauded and applauded um, grocery store deal that the city of Huntsville is getting, uh, has involved themselves in. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So this came up at the last um, city council meeting in uh, April. This is May, right? Yeah. So about a month ago. Um, And... um, uh, you know, they, uh, they, uh, there was a, an article, I think, in AL.com. Yeah. Um, and it, that came out a little bit before the city council meeting. And then in city council, um, they voted to approve the resolution to authorizing the mayor to enter into a grocery store development agreement. I got the hiccups between the city of Huntsville and Marathon Realty Corp for the development of food city grocery stores. Well, so the first thing that AL.com reported on was that um, the the grocery store chain, Food City, is is gonna get possibly up to $90 million uh, back in tax refunds or, yeah, in sales tax refunds. That's what it is, right? Yep, that's that's right. They're doing a uh, they're doing a sales tax rebate, and we can get into the specifics of of what that's paying for and uh, what the eligibility is for them to receive that and all that. But yes, that is correct. Okay, um, they are essentially not paying sales tax for a pretty long time. Yeah, that's for a pretty ninety. But it depends on how many stores they build the Correct. to get up to the whole ninety million. But um, and they they've got it in two phases: three stores and then three more stores. I guess something like that, right? Yep. So, um, you know, another friend of mine said, "Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a good deal. You should be happy about that." And I'm like, I don't know how to interpret that as something I should be happy about. Um, because uh, uh, that, I mean, that uh, that means that we, we go into the store, we pay the sales tax, and the store basically gets to keep it instead of that sales tax going to the city to pay for things that the city needs to do. Am I right about that? That is right. And I guess there's a caveat here. Uh-huh. Um, of course, there always is. Yes. Uh, the... The way that uh, economic development, um, Shane Davis presented it, uh-huh. was uh, the city normally would have to pay for a bunch of like publicly funded infrastructure for this kind of development that they would normally charge back to the developer or have the developer like pay for directly. Mm-hmm. In this case, the the financing for that infrastructure like just could not work with this developer. So mm-hmm. they've they've done this as a way to to fund city-owned infrastructure. 
that the developer is paying for using the sales tax rebate. It's it's a very very funny thing, right? But basically, instead of your sales tax going to the the general fund, it's going towards these capital improvements that the developer has has paid for that are okay. owned by the city. So okay, it's, so it's, it's a little if, less bad, but still like unusual for sure. So if 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 they if they didn't build the grocery stores, we wouldn't have to build the infrastructure for them at all, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so there's a little bit of a feedback loop going on there, right? Um for sure. And um and and so you you so I think this has a lot to do with the fact that this company that's uh, coming in here uh, brings their own builders and all of that kind of stuff. Mm. There's it, it, they said in the presentation that they have their own builders. That none of the building will go to any local builders. So yeah, I, that's like how is this working out good for us? <laughs> That's not yeah. jobs for us, right? Right. There, there are a couple notes that I would have there, and one is mm -hmm. I think they have, I think they put the number of jobs that the stores are contributing, um, like long term, and I'm of course I'm having a hard time finding that now. Mm -hmm. um, but I imagine there will be there will be some new jobs as a result of like staffing the stores, of course. But yeah, yeah. yeah you're, but you're I'm just talking right about the, the building, process. yeah, the yeah. construction process. So um, uh, um, they're going to build their own infrastructure, uh, but we're paying them to do it instead and, of paying the city to do it. We're paying the them to do it, and we're paying people that are not local to do this. Yeah, my understanding is that we do end up owning that infrastructure at the end. Of course. Um, yeah, that makes right. sense. Which, that does make and sense. Again, that's even that is not great for us because that means we have to maintain the infrastructure as well. And, right. And the, and yeah. under what circumstances, um, you know, if the grocery store fails, then we're left there holding, uh, having to maintain infrastructure that's not um, generating income, right? Uh, taxes. Right. Yeah, I did know. just. I did just find the uh, the total new jobs number long term for the the stores staffing themselves, assuming both phases are completed, is uh, one thousand three hundred and fifty. So not insignificant. Uh, that's a yeah no, but that's uh, even another issue that I have about the yeah. staffing of the stores. We're talking about six grocery stores, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and um, what what that was one thousand three hundred and fifty, right? That is yeah, that's right. So if you divide that by six, that's two hundred and twenty five people. Yeah. And have you I ever guess, been in a grocery store that had 225 people working at it? I get the sense that they're also including like the the supply chain impact on the back end, right? Like there are folks who have to drive trucks to those stores. There's folks who so I, which also think, are likely not going to be local people. That is that, and also probably a bunch of they're counting yeah. like part-time people. Oh, are, certainly, certainly. Are these are these good union jobs? No, they're not good union jobs. We don't have good union jobs in this state, hardly, because we're right to wear work. Yes, yeah. the, it has been fought for some places, yeah. but yeah, we're, yeah, we're, you know, a new grocery store chain coming in. They're banking on their employees are not going to be unionized in in this right to work state. You know, yeah, and you so, can change that. You can uh, go yeah. to, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I would love to unionize the, the food city folks, but I, I do not have the time. 
Oh yeah, uh, I mean, one yeah. it, it's possible, and you know, to the union organizers out there listening, you know, start you know making plans. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, <laughs> I would love that if they actually come and do this for them to get bitten that butt by the they wound up with a unionized workforce. That would just make me really happy. <laughs> Yeah. But but no, you're absolutely right that, that I suspect part-time jobs are included too. Like you said, um, they definitely won't be all well-paying. Um, they certainly won't be union positions at the outset. They uh, certainly, I expect not all of them will have benefits, especially the part-time ones. So nope. yeah, it, the, the top line number is definitely misleading, but that, yeah. is, that is the number that they present. 225 workers per store. Yeah. The most I maybe have ever seen in a grocery store working. And even in a big store like a Walmart or Costco or something like that mm-hmm. at one time, uh, maybe there's a hundred people there. Maybe. May, I don't even think so. But, you know, let's just say there's a bunch of people in offices in the back and stuff. There's just no way that's 225 full-time jobs. Yeah. There's no there, way. It is, it is worth mentioning that it's not just the, like the normal grocery store stuff that they've got. They, they are planning to throw some kind of coffee shop in there, uh, uh-huh. pharmacies, um, gas stations, uh, florists. So that's a couple extra, but still, yeah. The, uh, uh, yeah, and let me see, who was it? They were talking about what coffee shop they usually use. I, I thought I heard the presentation that I'm looking at has got a Starbucks logo in it. And I, that seems, I seem to remember them mentioning that, but I don't know if they like committed to that. Yeah. But you know, there's two different ways that that can go by the way. Cause you know, like I think in all of our targets, there's a Starbucks, right? Yeah. But that's a Starbucks that's, that's run by Starbucks Mm -hmm. as opposed to like, if you go to Barnes and Noble, they sell Starbucks coffee there and they have Starbucks locals, but those are actually Barnes and Noble employees. So I wouldn't, I don't know if these people coming in and having their, you know, extra little kiosk or whatever are really employees of the grocery store chain, or they're just paying rent to the grocery store chain and they're running their own deal. That's, that's certainly, yeah, something to, to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing, one thing to note here is that all of the locations that they've got planned in this development agreement um, do end up within city limits as they're currently drawn. So that does mean the the long term sales tax revenue, you know, including from the coffee parts, including from the non grocery pieces, um, over time is is gonna is gonna pay off, uh, or would pay off, assuming the grocery store doesn't fold. Yeah. Um, assuming the infrastructure costs the projected amount to maintain. Um, well, see now you stuff. now you you got me. So one of the uglier things, and I've heard been in city council meetings and heard some ugly things. But one of the uglier things that I ever saw was during this discussion um, that they're talking about one of them, one of these stores is going out near Madison and, and they're talking about, well, it's about time for us to, you know, get our, those people, those Huntsville citizens that go to Madison grocery stores, we need to get that tax revenue back. So, which first of all, is not very neighborly. Second of all, you know, there's state tax revenue also that everybody's in in on, you know? Yeah, we're, I, we're in the same state together, okay? And 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 so what are they saying? We we want to build our grocery store to drive this Madison grocery store out of business. Yeah, so 
I didn't get the sense. I got the sense that they were talking about more folks in like uh, like further north of north. Well, of that's an, that's another one. That but, one that's going yeah. in, in north. But they did specifically mention Madison at that city council meeting. Oh, okay. With yeah. with a vengeance, like yeah, we need to get that tax revenue back from Madison. Yeah, but there's also the yes, one of the first stores that's supposed to go in is in North Huntsville. You know what store that's close to? That's I actually don't the Star Market in Meridianville. Ah, interesting. And and Star Market is a Huntsville enterprise. You know, so that's Huntsville going after Huntsville's own, honestly. The, so it's not like they're putting these all where there are food deserts, you know, they're putting one out in Hampton Cove. That is not a food desert. I don't know why they need another grocery store in Hampton Cove, you know? Yeah, there's. I, up with that? I got to say, if I were staying around longer, I would certainly appreciate the North Huntsville one. Um, as, as it stands now, I end up going uh, pretty far south for groceries. Um, of course, this isn't like I, I I don't appreciate it that much because it is still like only a it's about the same amount of driving away and it's not like it's bicycle accessible or uh -huh. pedestrian accessible because it's right off the parkway. That's you know there's we can talk about that. Um, yes, at, like, that's, year, but I don't know that's if not like if if I were if I were pre uh, uh, presenting a, a new construction um, thing at city council and I was beating my chest about how great it was, I would be talking about how they were putting solar panels on everything and electric vehicle chargers everywhere and so on and so forth. You know, to make it sound good and look good. Uh, none of that was mentioned. There was nothing about bicycle, nothing, nothing, nothing like that. It was all about getting tax revenue back from wherever, you know, yeah. and how, what a great deal it was going to be. So, uh, you know, first of all, we're not going to get the first $90 million of tax revenue back. <laughs> anyway. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Uh, it, it, could we instead use that money for more smart streets and, you know, all kinds of wonderful stuff that would make this a friendlier uh, city to live in? Oh, quick correction yeah. on yes. the, the sales tax thing. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, so there is, there is a, uh, it's, it's, there's a 1.5 million cap per store so if my if my math is right i think we end up with a nine million nine million okay uh, i put an extra zero yeah, so. uh, i mean you're, i'm you're just not, an order of magnitude off oh my god but yeah. <laughs> nine million dollars is yeah okay well yeah. nine million is definitely not as much as 90 million but still nine still, million dollars it, it goes a long yeah. ways yeah. yeah there there is a projection here that you know we hit the nine million dollar cap in 2026 or sorry we we end up recovering the $9 million by um, 2026. Recovering? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, like the, the it, sales tax that they are paying after that ends up covering that. Um, okay, so, but, uh, but in, uh, I don't, do you mean that by 2026, we will have made the $9 million off of them? Right, that's, that's Except what Except that that like. whole time, we could, would have been making, not making up the $9 million that we lost, we would have been making- right. You know, so I don't, that's. Yeah, uh, that's, that's, that's absolutely right. But. That's, that's flim flam. 
<laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, it does mean that you lose out on nine million, sure. Um, but you know, it. Yeah, there's there's a lot. For what it's worth, I think given the circumstances that the economic development department is operating under, I think they did a pretty good job like doing the best they could with the the sales tax revenue plan. Okay. Um, but like the constraints they're working under are still nonsense, right? Like, well, we don't have uh, but I don't, I, you know, why? So what is Food City's reason for coming to Huntsville and building six uh, grocery stores? Some of it is certainly because they could do it cheaply with the um, with the development agreement that they've that they've negotiated with the, with the city, um, mm -hmm. and I'm def definitely not disputing that. The sense I get is that the uh, city has been trying to attract a grocery store to specifically the North Huntsville area for many many years now, um, and they haven't had a lot of luck. Uh, so from that perspective, I definitely understand um, them wanting to be kind of generous with this. Okay. Um, but whether or not you know, you've mentioned a lot of great reasons to not put a new grocery store in North Huntsville. So uh -huh. <laughs> it's uh, whether or not that's actually a good, you know, net positive for the city. Yeah, definitely up for debate. And, well, and then if if in order to get so so, uh, you know, I this is right. This we live in a capitalist society. And I thought uh, it, it, it was about the bet may the best man win um, rugged individualism. And, uh, you know, uh, you, you get your profit where you can yep. but the minute that we start handing tax pay rebates to people we're talking about corporate socialism so i why did they come here they came here to make money yep. uh, but only if we you know make it help them yeah. Only if we help them. Now, wait a second. I thought that's not the way capitalism was supposed to work. I thought yeah. it was supposed to be every man for himself and the free market will make or break you, right? Yeah. And it, and it always This is not a free market. It's, it's, it's a $9 million like market. Yeah. Yeah. And it's definitely like, I would have much preferred to see, you know, a couple of like independent grocers or like, you know, another star market closer to North Huntsville or- yeah. Of just smaller places that I can walk to, but there's there's so many. It's the same deal with like zoning, right? Yep, like we yep. restrict where folks can build things. It's much, it's much more. Uh, what's the word? I guess financially efficient to build like multifamily housing than single family housing, right? But so mm -hmm. much of our city is zoned specifically for single family housing that you can't mm -hmm. even if you mm -hmm. wanted to. So mm -hmm. it's the same issue. Um, I don't know if you remember the very first time that I spoke about city at city council. Um, it was about Shane's uh, Breeze Airways project, um, where the city oh, just yeah. throws twenty thousand dollars a month at this airline to to keep uh -huh. it operating. I do well, remember that vaguely. Yeah, but I do it remember was, it. Yeah, so that's it's the same sort of thing. It's mm -hmm. it's interesting. It's so difficult to know the actual long-term effects from these sorts of agreements. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I find it pretty difficult to have an informed, a truly informed opinion because I wasn't in the room when the deal was being negotiated. You know, there's a lot of well, and a even lot of if you were, even if you were yeah. in the room, I, I don't. I'm pretty sure that not that that many things are still remain clouded. 
Oh yeah, it's it's just like I guess the point was there's a lot of uh, extra things we can ask for as a, as a uh, result of seeing these kinds of deals, right? We can ask for increased transparency on how economic development works. Mm -hmm. um, we can ask for you know more requirements to be put in place on on developers vis-a-vis uh, -vis, uh, bicycle parking um, and access, you know, mm -hmm. EV parking, mm -hmm. all that. Um, mm -hmm. We can ask for you know, local. Or we can, or, 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 yeah. or we, or we can, uh, or the the people coming in could do things like insist uh, th that there's a bus stop there. You know. Yeah, yeah, that would have been great. Um, yeah. I don't think the the bus goes that far north. No, now, so it, <laughs> it would have been. Yeah, it would have been great to see that. Um, yeah, yeah. There's but some, you know, if they want to, if they want to build the infrastructure to get the bus to go out there, yeah, uh, that would help help me see my way to this nine million dollars. You know yeah. better. Yeah, that I think it would good. be interesting, um, and I hope that we end up doing this uh, like a follow-up episode. Um, you know, three years from now, so we can see where we're at on the sales tax revenue. And, yeah, that uh, would be see cool. How everything is going. Um, whoops. Let's see. Yeah, you know, so see how many stores they've even built. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I did want to, you know, the 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 uh, agreement, the resolution itself says this is an agreement between the city of Huntsville and Marathon Realty Corp for the mm -hmm. development of food city grocery stores. I looked up Marathon Realty Corp. They're Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, they're non-local for sure. They're totally not local, um, as if we don't have, you know, sufficient realtors around here. Uh, um, I'm sure that the realtors wouldn't appreciate this, but um, so it, and you know, we have a lot of people coming in, including city councilmen coming in and complaining about absentee landlords that don't take care of things. And then we get in bed with them. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope that's not the direction this goes. Yeah. Um, but no, it's certainly, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, we're constantly getting uh, signing deals with people out of state. So that's our tax money going out of state. But by God, if somebody goes to the grocery store in Madison and we don't get that tax in revenue, we're going to try to put them out of business. <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> the hypocrisy of it, you know? Yeah, and it's, yeah, there's there's a lot of fundamental structure problems that uh that yeah. this shows right like maybe we shouldn't do sales tax quite like that yeah um, or maybe uh, well yeah. and we shouldn't sales tax is a regressive tax and yep. i don't know what's going on but i think that the the um uh grocery tax uh bill has has made good progress and is going to get approved it this um legislate the state legislature the state legislator it's legislature um the uh it's not a total uh, alleviation of taxes on gr on groceries but they're working towards that which is the right direction so um it, which you know of all the things that maybe you shouldn't tax is like food people really need that you know yeah <laughs> coincidentally um and lots of states do not tax food you know, I, I wonder if that was considered in the uh, the revenue modeling here. I bet it wasn't. I bet it wasn't. Of course, so it that's, wasn't. That's also yeah. We should definitely come back in two or three. Years <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah. yeah, I didn't even I I didn't even put those it, together until you it, did just now. It may be that the city does not track that uh, decrease, and it is just the state portion that gets decreased. In which case, you know, no change in the the city modeling. But yeah, it would I don't be know. Interesting, interesting to see if council proposes mirroring that. Uh, so. Um. And and yeah, I'm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and and uh, uh, even above and beyond. I mean, we already talked about how they're building stores where the bus doesn't go. So this is more um, uh, facilitating the sprawl that we kind of need to really be working against. Because mm -hmm. um, where they we got one going in North Huntsville, Hampton Cove, out near Madison. I've got listed here uh, one at. Uh, oh, at Jordan Lane and 565. That's actually in town. Uh, I'll be danged, you know? Yeah, that, that one looks pretty good to me. Yeah. Um, and Shields Road, that's out of town. Um, still in city limits somehow. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, uh, somehow. That's because yeah. the city has eaten up the, almost the entire county. That's how. Yeah. Which is just sprawl. They're just facilitating the sprawl more and more and more, you know? Just it is. I, I feel like this is a, a symptom and not really, well, it, of course, it's, it's deepening the problem, but we are in this sort of circular, we're in a cycle of, of development here, right? Like the more, oh. the more, you know, large grocery stores we have at the outskirts of town, the more folks nearby will, or the more folks will want to move to those areas and mm -hmm. get annex for city services and the further mm -hmm. out we'll have to build grocery stores, mm -hmm. right? It's, mm -hmm. yeah, so it's a, a unfortunate unfortunate cycle but um yeah yeah well i feel like better because finally i got to talk about all the things that i wanted to to complain about in this in this agreement um do you have anything you want to add i i think i covered all of my points it's um you know the city thinks they're going to recoup their development cost um i think the the sales tax rebate structure is I mean, it could be a lot worse. Um, I think it's they've structured it as, as best they can, and given that the cycle of growth we've got, the cycle of unsustainable growth we've got is uh, <laughs> is going the way that it is. Um, I, you know, one thing that they said at city council too, the 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 grocery store guys made a point of saying that uh, they're going to support um, local farmers and sell local produce in the store. Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Oh, what is that? <laughs> I never go there. Uh, you know, the uh, the Jeff Bezos grocery store at, at Drake oh, in the Whole, park. Whole Foods, Whole yeah. Foods. They do some of that. I've, I have been in there in the past and you can see that they've displayed some stuff from local farmers. I think, um, first of all, you know, why don't you just go to the farmer's market if you want to support local farmers because they're, you're getting, the farmers getting more of your money. If you do that, by the way, instead of instead of the grocery store probably clopping off like 50% at least to keep for themselves would be my guess. Um, and and uh, and secondly, if we keep eating up the whole county, there aren't going to be any local farmers. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of like a little bit of a weak selling point for them to trot out like it's a, some huge big deal. But, uh, you know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. very... Go ahead. Sorry. 
I, I would love to see more like pre uh, agreement public input meetings. Um, that would be good. What yeah, before idea. we do the next one of these. Yeah. I know Devin has had a couple of town halls where he's like talked about the progress of this sort of thing, but he hasn't he hasn't really been very specific about the details. Public input definitely not um, really formally collected in any meaningful way. Um, no, not in any meaningful yeah. way. I've been to Devin's town halls when he just says, "This is what we want to do." Don't y'all love it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? um, so I well, mean, he's made his vote clear already. You know, and then it's not a public, so no one loves it. And it's yeah, it's it's all everyone could complain about about this development, even if they do uh, do think a grocery store with this this sort of tax revenue split thing is a good idea. Uh, <laughs> the sprawl, uh, the sprawl is is uh, bothersome. Um, I. Uh, yeah, the hmm, I don't know. I uh, the 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 sort of false advertising of two hundred twenty five people per store working. You know, they the they came they're willing to come here for the tax rebate and because we have cheap labor. You know. Yep. Um. I don't. I'm not gonna say that I'm convinced that. Uh, Hey, hey, hey. Now, I will say, though, that I used to have a Winn-Dixie really close to my house, and it's gone, and I wish it weren't gone, because that was nice to have a store that close. Definitely easily within biking distance of my house, that store was. So, yeah, we're missing some stores since Winn-Dixie folded. That is true. But um, I don't think we're talking about little neighborhood grocery stores on this deal at all you know yeah absolutely not and and that's one of the other things right is like a small neighborhood grocery store could not have been like negotiated or benefited from this kind of agreement yeah so there is definitely like this is incentive for more large large yep. come in and, and mm -hmm. do stuff instead of you know promoting and, small and business. the only thing that that's going to change that is a a a, a, a and you know at municipal government if they have a change of mindset there like oh you know what we could incentivize you know local small places and within walking distance of you know more things yeah but that's yeah. not that's not the way they're thinking now they're just thinking grow 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 and yeah that's not sustainable stuff I don't know what's gonna I don't know what's gonna happen in the long run, but uh, we'll be talking about it, I reckon. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and I know I've I've mentioned a couple of times uh, you know, in the show here that I'm moving and it is mm -hmm. true I will not be in Alabama for that much longer. But um my like love for the city has not gone away and I, uh, I hope to be able to continue contributing to the show. Afterwards. Oh yeah, I will, I will totally. Yeah. I will totally be bugging you. <laughs> yeah, and I, I will certainly be at least paying a little attention um, to what's going on here. Uh, I got a lot of a lot of projects I'm I'm working on that are very yeah. I know it's it's hard. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I'll 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 definitely be tapping you totally. <laughs> Excellent. Love to hear it. 
Well, I guess maybe that's it for today. And um, I, uh, I'll, maybe I'll see you at, at uh, some place. <laughs> yeah, before, yeah. Before well, I don't get to see you anymore. But anyway, I really appreciate your coming on and talking to me about this and straighten me out about a few things and, and, uh, you know, being a foil for some of my craziness. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I, I always love having the opportunity to to have the audience and the platform and yeah. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. And, and, um, and um, you're going to, what was it? You were going to send me a link to the stuff about the transcribe uh, thing. Please yes. don't forget and, to send uh, that. I want to, if I do forget, you know how, you know how to reach me. Yep. So, I sure yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And um, I will talk to you soon. Thanks. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Bye. See ya. Well, that was a, um, a good conversation that I needed to have. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope it fosters some more conversations. Um, just, you know, no, nothing's ever what it, you know, what they want you to think it looks like on the surface. Uh, before I sign out, I am going to read a short poem. This is called Advice from Rock Creek Park by Stephanie Burt, B-U-R-T. What will survive us? has already begun. Oak galls, two termites curious, self-perpetuating bodies. Letting the light through the gaps, they lay out their allegiances under the roots of an overturned tree. Almost always better to build than to wreck. You can build in a wreck. Under the roots of an overturned tree, Consider the Martin that hefts herself over traffic cones. Consider her shadow, misaligned over parking lot cement. Saran wrap, scrap in her beak. Nothing lasts forever, not even the future we want. The president has never owned the rain. And uh, thanks for listening. Um, let's see. Uh, I've got another episode here coming up pretty shortly that where I'll talk about uh, the city council meeting um, from the 25th of May, as well as a few notes, as is my usual bent, from the Madison County Commission meeting the day before that. I have um, several really good uh, guests in the offing. I think we're in for some very interesting conversations. I hope that I will um, see you again real soon on the radio. Thanks for listening.